0: Yes so um even backtracking a little bit before that. So the the condition of the soil, right? Yeah, which is has to do with uh, are we open. Um so he's, so Jesus said there was one good soil. There were different kinds of soil there. Right? There were different so what were the other soils like Tell me some of the other soils hard ground got hard ground which was what? Like, oh,
1: dry soil
0: yeah like so the, the so the seed so or what did they represent like the different types of soils?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh?
0: didn't you Life and no life. Yeah, I mean, that's the end result. But, you know, just to talk about it in simple terms. So you had hard soil where the seed just kind of bounced on it, didn't go in. It was by the wayside. The birds would just come and steal it away. So it was, it was about the seed. It was the same seed, the Word of God, right? What God sends. He sent His Word and restored, healed, life. The, the life is in the seed, right? But, you know, some of it just bounced off the soil. I mean, because it was hard, it couldn't go in. The birds came. Others grew up amongst thorns and many distractions and cares and all this stuff, and it choked out the life. So it was the same good seed in all of the, uh, in all of the, in every situation. But the one thing that was different was the soil where it landed. And so uh, there was one good soil. He who hears the, the word of God and receives and responds to do it, you know, to make place for that, uh, a place where that seed can actually go in. So, you know, we've talked about, like, preparing the soil. If you want to plant a successful garden, you prepare the soil, right? You make sure it has what it needs, that it's loosened up, you know, generally, first of all, you, if it's very hard soil, you just want to take that pitchfork in there and loosen and put the compost in, make sure... So you get that soil fertile to be a place where when the seed goes in, it has everything, all the connecting parts to, 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 to grow. You know? because It
2: was able to actually have deep roots to grow successfully.
0: Yeah. So you can, you can try to take a seed and if, 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 it's, if it's really, you know, just kind of bad soil and it hasn't been prepared, you can try to forcefully, it might be hard to stick it in, but it, it, it's still not really going to be fruitful, right? So Jesus said it was all about the soil. And, and there was one good soil, and even in the good soil, you know, there was very how how, how good was <laughs> it? You know, in in terms of the how well do we tend to the garden of our heart? Being um, so, how can we do that? Actually. Tend to the garden. How can we make sure? I mean, we want to, if we talk about making sure that the soil of our heart is such that it can receive what God wants to give so that the fruit can be, because if the seed finds good soil, it will bear fruit. Mm-hmm. Because the seed is good. It, the problem is not with the seed. God is chop. You know, he's he's, 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 he sends the seed, It's he sent his word, and it, but it's, uh, so, how can, so how can we make sure? How do we put that pitchfork in? How do we you know, put some compost in? How do we just make sure that our heart, which is what that soil represents, is a place that can receive and then allow? Because it's not us who even bears the fruit. It's in the seed. We just have to cooperate. We just have to prepare our soil. That's our, that's our thing. We prepare the soil of our heart that's our job. God you know it, it describes in another place how you know uh, god's you know his seeds of his word it grows and you you water it and stuff you don't know how it's growing really, but it it's growing and and it, and this tree and it bears fruit and so that that's God I mean how he made that seed i mean science can't create a seed like that it's like i mean with all the knowledge and science- it's like they they can only try to Change it enough so they can patent it and make money from it, but it's not as you know what I mean. But it's but but they can't create that life, you know what I mean. And so so you you get a lot of that, you know, changing things just enough so somebody can say that's ours, pay me for it, you know what I mean. In nature, okay. So um, but so how can we just make sure that our soil is such that whatever God wants us to. To hear it, it'll it'll just bring a result because it's about results at the end of the day, isn't it? I mean, who? What farmer goes and and plants everything and doesn't want to harvest? That's a waste of time, isn't it? <laughs> right? That's that's like, or we're just or ignorance, right? Doing something wrong, or, or so we don't want to be ignorant. We want to know what God said, but we also need to make sure that the. The, the soil of our heart can bring forth a harvest, right? I mean, that's what life is all about. You know, it's bringing forth the harvest that, you know, God wrote books about, he had an intention for creating the worlds and us. And to enter into the fullness of that intention in terms of a harvest, well, so our job is to, is to make sure the soil of our heart is in the right. So how can we do that? How do we do that?
2: Draw closer to God.
0: Okay, but let's say let's, let's say somebody does not like know God even yet, like so. How and how can we prepare our heart? How can we, or even if we do know Him? Yes, it is. To
1: be, to be open to accept. Okay. So that's really
0: important.
1: Yes, yes, and yes. yes. Willingness to give up, uh, you know, just everything, just. Mm. Um, Listen and surrender.
0: Okay. I think yeah, I think that is the foundational level, isn't it? To a willingness to because that's that's the opposite of the hardened soil, right? The hard packed soil where the seed can't even go in. That's the opposite. Now this is soil which is that openness to which is why Jesus said, Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone Jesus said, everyone. That seeks, finds. Everyone who knocks. Actually, in the Greek there, it's a continuous form, which means keep doing it and don't stop. It's not just... I'm going to rattle that thing. It's not just a once-off thing. It's a condition of the heart. It's a condition of the soil, which needs to be maintained. You know what I mean? Oh, I prepared the soil 85 years ago, but now I left it to the rest. No, it's, it's a continual, and it's right there in the original language, it's a continuous form of the word. So it's not, that's why some translations probably in Amplified, it says, and keep on, or the Weese will say that, or one of them should. It says, knock and keep knocking. Seek and keep seeking. And you will find. It's like, if there's a treasure in the field, I mean, you can look a little bit and not find it. But it's still there. Sure. Right? <laughs> so if you lose a golden coin in a room, well, like Jesus said, well, what did the lady lose? Was it silver or was it she lost some money or something? Some silver coins or something like that, right? Remember Jesus? He was saying, uh, h- how hard, how long do you think that woman is going you to look for that silver house. coin? Huh? We should not trip the whole house
2: to find those little yeah. Things because they were covered with straw, so she literally would sweep out the whole house and she
0: can get those coins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's. So the point is, she's not going to stop because she knows it's there. Mm-hmm. So at what point do you stop mm-hmm. knocking, seeking? And we can all apply this in because we're all in various uh, places in our journey in different things mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. And ways of God, so this applies it all th- in the before the beginning, and throughout the journey it's a condition of the heart G- good the seed is good God's word he said, Jesus said, "Heaven and earth will pass away my word it's good. you're going to be confronted with it at the end because the answer was there all the time that's what Jesus was saying. He said, heaven and earth will pass away. My words will never pass away. They are what you're hearing now because God is providing it for you. They are what you're going to be confronted with at the end when you, when we see what could have been. Jesus said it all. It's all there. I mean, it's, it's all there. Think about any promise in the Bible you want. Think about anything that Jesus said. Think about anything all these other things shall be added unto you or you know everything second peter 1 that you can live a life like jesus like god second peter 1 for life and godliness every to be like god everything that was that's how we were created to be like we were created in his likeness that meets every need right there because in the likeness of god we're not separate from god you see that's where life ends and that's what mankind fell into a, a, a life separate from God, which actually is, it's not life, it's temporal, and it ends in death. You, you know what I mean? But so now we can get reconnected to it relationally to God, to the source. Um, what was I saying just before that? Sorry, it's a test. Not really. I totally... What was I saying before uh, the garden, or the, the last sentence? Surrender. Surrender. Soil. Soil. Well, oh, maintain. I think we're talking about maintaining it here. Okay.
3: Yes, keeping it. Good.
0: So it's not knock once, doesn't work, you know, maybe twice, maybe three times. I mean, Peter said, How many times shall I forgive the dude that mistreated me?
1: You me. When do you actually give up?
0: Thank you. Yes. Yes. What
1: what stage do you just?
0: Yeah. Very right. So, at what point do you say no? It doesn't work. The thing is, with God, we'll never be able to say that. We we cannot say that because the problem is not the seed; it's the soil.
2: In relation to that, I mean, when Paul says you know, he's running the race to be first, not to be second.
0: Yes. Okay, so yes, elaborate a little bit. So, that in this context. Yes,
2: what uh, he was referring to is that he's not done. So, it's, it's better for, you know, for, like you said, it's better for him to be with Christ, but it's better for him to be here, to, be, yeah, to fight and to fight his race and to carry on with it. Yeah, so, fight but and
0: he's, he, and he said he's running to win. So, you don't win a race, you don't come first across the finish line or come together across finish line haphazardly. It's...
2: But also continuation, Just, you know, not giving up. Yeah. Because it's a whole process of right to, the, to where you will really be set free from this body. Yeah to fight that race, right to the end running into your and not
0: second. Yes. In other words, not giving up. Yeah, so how we run, how we keep knocking, how are we searching? How are we tending to the garden of our heart? Every, so every word of God is is like a seed. Every and that, you know, the sower went out to sow. God his word goes out we all have access to it. We all hear. But Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. So so he's talking about we need to um, you know, do our part to take the, the pitchfork into the soil, loosen where necessary. We need to um, uh, bring our heart under the reins of God. Whatever he whispers, to our conscious to our ear we flow with that you know we we look in the place of our heart and so we're motivated not by or we respond not by circumstances but by a um, but by the spirit of God which is always there to show us how to respond and that so yes, that happens from the place of the heart, when we were talking about the heart. And an openness, like you said, being open, recognizing, so acknowledging God, right? So, so this all ties, it's like dot to dot, It's all ties together. So acknowledging the Lord, so first our heart is open. And then the Holy Spirit, in that open place, will be able to come and do some things.
3: So that's surrender. Like, so yeah. how do we stay in a place of continual surrender? Like, what does loosening the soul actually look like practically?
0: Yeah. Yes. So, so we can all... So first of all, like acknowledging the Lord, right? And you can jump in when somebody has also uh, another step to this point. So, but acknowledging the Lord. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. So how did Jesus teach us to pray? He said... Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Meaning, your name is first priority. I recognize you are God. I am not. And so I'm going to be open to you to respect and, in wisdom, listen. Because it's wise to listen to God, the one who created us, right? And so there's that openness, and there is that acknowledgement, and there is that... uh, yieldedness to, well, well that goes together with being open, but it again, this is a continuous right. form of the word. It's not a once-off thing, you know? And so, I mean, if we want to, we're talking about how to be constantly experiencing what God has for us in any situation, right? We're talking about hearing the voice of God, we're talking about being led by Him, we're talking about seeing His hand of favor in everything that we do to the degree that the Bible describes as like a light, a city set on a hill where everybody sees it. And it's just so obvious. You don't need to like say anything. The light is shining to the degree that it's just like people will come and ask and say, what's going on here? And we point people to the source, which is God, which is Jesus in relationship with him. What, what, what so your you said So
3: come, it will be done. So I think yeah. also acknowledging that he's got a will. Yeah. And you need to align yours with his will. Yeah. So prayer is also, um, the other one pastor said, prayer is exchange of your thoughts for God's, that's what actually prayer is, mm-hmm. for his thoughts. Mm-hmm. So what you think in a situation, praying and bringing that to God and realizing, oh, actually, this is actually what I need to be doing. And
0: what's happening there in the process, is not a negation of a person, but it's a calling up on the level of God and saying, I want you to partner with me, but you're going to have to leave behind the old way of thinking because because that's so minuscule and minute that it doesn't reverberate to the degree of what I called you. It doesn't have the impact. So God has impact. I mean, my goodness, He created the world, He created here we are, He created all of us, He, he created, He set in motion all these things, yet we want to be in this small place, which is not what God intended in our way of thinking, temporal ways of thinking, circumstantial, uh, situational, and yet God is saying, Look, there's so much more. Jesus demonstrated what that looks like. Um, but you're going to have to leave behind this way of thinking <clears throat> because now, you know, as a believer who's received Jesus, now we're a new creation, and the instruction manual that you are going by doesn't apply now. Now it's a, you're a new creation. There's a new way things work, and that is in relational the relationship with God, and along with that comes a new way of thinking. It's God's way of thinking. When he speaks, things happen.
3: Like we bring him our prototype. Like, let's say it's a car. We bring him the prototype, and he's like, well, this is actually what I had in mind. So when we're praying, it's not like, like he's given us our intellect, he's given us our abilities, and that's what he uses. And he says, like, bring that to me. And then he just kind of like, he kind of, tweaks it and makes it magical you know it's like right he yeah, activates and an fills AMG it, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: so exactly so <laughs> what was that i didn't hear what you said What's an
3: AMG on it? <laughs> okay that's a car thing right or <laughs> something <laughs> okay <laughs>
0: so the the uh what did you just say like the last thing what
2: you was trying yeah. to say is
0: that no I'm t- the, you uh, know i remember. okay okay thank you so <laughs> the gifts and calling of God yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's
2: scripture that says that he gives you the desires of your heart yes both he gives yeah. you the desires of your heart but he also gives those desires manifestation yeah so what she's saying is that you brings the desire to God and by prayer then forms and shapes that to a yes. better perfection. So it takes the meaning and it becomes a suit-up AMG. And yes, a yes, yes,
0: yes. For that matter, or
2: a nice Ferrari, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. But the point is that it takes it from there to there, if you are willing to be there. Yeah. I was, as I was thinking, I was just thinking of the of, parable um, of the so You're thinking of the, 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 the seed being sown everywhere. But if you think about just one step forward, uh, you know, before that, mm-hmm. right? So the ground that you prepared, and you were talking about that. But I mean, that is a is not a. a, it's, it's a violent process. You, you know what I mean, Preparing ground is like you know. You, you, yeah, you have to plow it. You know, it takes machinery. It's stuff like in a song. You know, upturn it, turn it around. You know, uh, uh, weed it. Mm-hmm. Take all the weeds out and remove all the rocks. Cut down trees. Cut them out. And, that's how you prepare a land for sowing, and it's you know it's, it's a continuous process. So you have to fertilize it, you have to water it, you have to do all of these things to come to this pliable, mm. almost prepared land, so that when the seed is sown, it will have all the stuff that's required to grow and to bring fruit, you know, fruit and stuff in you know, so the mm. But it's the same with if you think about uh, pottery, you know, because God talks about us, you know, He's the mm. Water. We, we are the clay and stuff and we have to be pliable and, you know what I mean? But it's all the same. If you take that the clay, the sand, the water it's quite a violent process to actually prepare to the point where they can actually now make the pot yeah. you know what I mean? And if you think about the application thereof to what we're talking about now being <coughs> pliable, being you know prepared, being that, that uh, a good soil for the seed which is a good seed, okay, to be watered, to grow, and to bear fruit. If we just apply that to some simple principles, like we're saying, we're praying, reading the Word of God, spending time in fellowship with the saints, uh, you know, uh, having a relationship with God, speaking to God, allowing Him to bring His revelation, bring His truth, uh, you know, through wisdom, knowledge, and stuff, like that and so on, uh, you know, speaking to us, helping us to actually become the that wonderful plant that is deep-rooted, that actually bears multiple fruit, effectively, by Him going through this process, by attending to His garden, which we are. Mm -hmm. And there's actually scripture that says that, that we are His garden. Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, just think about that. Is that the weeding, for example, you know, taking weeds out of the land, uh, things that we all struggle with, Mm -hmm. you know, past sins or addictions, troubles, whatever, you know, unbeliefs, whatever the case will be, it's the type of stuff that will be removed And And you have, like, you know, this massive rock in the middle of your, of your land that <coughs> needs to be removed. We all have one of those or two, <laughs> 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 or three, Who knows, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, but you think about it, I mean, it's, it's quite a, a um, you know, <laughs> difficult thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then you, and then it has to be protected. After this, the sea has been sown, the land has to be protected. From scavengers and all of this stuff, it's like it's such a great analogy towards our normal living life, the way that we are actually experiencing life on a daily basis. No matter what age, no matter uh, you know who you are, what you know if you're a man or woman, young or old, doesn't really matter, married or not. You all have this multitude of things. If you're 80 or 16, it doesn't really matter. It, you know what I mean? Because it applies to to you. So when God talks about the living. You know, the bread of life, the word, okay, which is Jesus himself, but it's also the written word, the revealed word from the Holy Spirit. And then, you know, uh, the living water, uh, you know, that brings life, you know, that you will never thirst. If you, if you go through all of this stuff and you put it all together, effectively it's just a simple, continuous, day-to-day, moment-to-moment uh, relationship walk with
0: Christ. So let's talk more about the the foundation, though, because so I think we're like, how do we how could we describe and what does it look like to keep our garden, the garden of our heart, the soil in that condition where um, it is it is so fertile that. any seed that drops in there, well, God's seed, because you don't let the, the bad seeds in there. That's what we're talking about. We, oh, we yeah, keep the, God. What's the. Yeah. Scripture, this
2: scripture, this yeah. What's the God?
0: You don't want the things to choke out.
1: Yeah, so I think you just going back, you open to receive, right? Mm-hmm. Then you said surrender, right? Mm-hmm. So you give up, and then it is unconditional. Um, so, so what does that
0: surrender, action. surrendering to, because like, let's even talk about somebody who's,
1: doesn't know God. Acceptance I'm willing to accept, and then when you're accepting it, uh, but it doesn't, that's not true, that doesn't work, mm-hmm. and then unconditionally, with no condition, uh, but if then, it's like a child. I accept I it, it and I will then get faith.
0: Yeah, so God has designed us with a built-in junk detector. Okay, so conscience, uh, you know, level one, We could talk about it like that, right? So by design, God has given each person, we, 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 we start off with a junk detector to help us identify what's from truth, what's from him. Jesus said, I am the truth, I am the way, I'm the truth. So God is truth. Whatever proceeds from him is, is is an expression of truth. And so he's he's we're designed with that <clears throat> junk detector to help us identify, yeah, this is and we have peace about that, yeah, this is good, this is truth, this is you know, and this is not. And and when that's abused or ignored, then it becomes less effective over time. Uh, And, you know, anything which is not used by design the way it was intended will tend to break down in the operation of that thing and become eventually useless. Which the Bible refers to as the conscience being seared. And so then God has no choice but to give them up to their own devices and that's where all kinds of things happen.
3: So, can can we bring it back to, like... Uh, whatever is true, whatever is lovely, mm. whatever is pure, yeah. dwell on these things yeah. because, I mean, even if, I won't go too far into it, but like, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, psychology that they're doing now, all that goes back to replacing a lie with the truth. Mm. And like, when you put that into the, you know, Christianity, Christian cognitive behavioral therapy, is proving medically, scientifically more effective than mm-hmm. secular cognitive. Because it's
0: cognitive. by design.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, God designed our brains as well as yeah. an organ. And like, and again, it's replacing a lie with the truth and then God tells us to draw on that truth. So, I mean, even in my own life, in like the last weeks, if it, it's like a very conscious process of like, it's so easy to go down that rabbit trail of well, this is terrible, and then because this is terrible, it, you know, it's terrible a lot, and then it's always going to be terrible, and yeah, I therefore I have to react this way. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just like, it's easy to think of that as rational thinking, because like uh, I'm realist, I'm rational. And, and in, a, in the world, realistically, that is where sin leads us. No. But God tells us, stop it, cut it off, it's not true. Think about what's pure. Think about what's lovely. Think about and it, and it's actually really tempting to try to take that over and, and think yeah. think my own thoughts. Yeah, yeah so that is like a,
1: we live in tragedy. Everything's tragic. Yeah. On yeah. a day to day basis. It really is. Yeah. And so you have to then you cut it out and say, Well let's get back to the basics. Let's look for <clears throat> what you turn and say. Cut the it's all the bits and pieces all falling apart, but if you pull back Look at it from yeah, a of perspective.
2: It's not important,
1: mm. and that's what you're getting back to this, 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 um, this sense of truth mm. and uh, what is important to you in yeah. life. And um, those are the essence. Mm. And so, getting back to those basics, um, we you always go down that hole yeah. because you, it's that leads to yeah. the next thing. Yes, and you need to pull back, assess. Not
0: important. Push aside and
1: continue forward. In
0: it. Yes. So, junk yeah. So when a pilot is is flying a plane, mm-hmm. and something is going e e e, he doesn't just start. There's a checklist.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You go through the checklist. That plane is designed to do certain things to fly a certain way. It's it's fit for purpose. So there is an an instruction manual that you go through. Okay, is it this? No. Is it this? No. Check that. This, that. Aha. You know, and that's what we are designed by God to walk with Him. When we're not walking with Him, things don't seem right. Because there is a purpose and we're kind of... Not and that's that's why there's these um experiences and things, but so as we go back to our created design purpose, which is finding its foundation and, and context within fellowship with God Himself, we're, we're created in His image and likeness, it says in the very book of Genesis, you know, to walk with Him, to give expression. To um, truth and goodness. Everything that is good, lovely, pure. And so when mankind deviates from that, bad things are experienced. Other things are experienced. There's turmoils. there's, There's brokenness. And so... Uh, when we talk about yieldedness or repentance or we talk about th- what is that what that is it's turning from all those incompatibilities and going back to original design all the all that is good true lovely pure and the source of that being god himself and so it's it's a very by design thing that we experience and that's why we feel energized and like our life has purpose and meaning when we go in that place of alignment with truth, which is God. Because then things just work powerfully. And and the divine element or the, um, the God factor comes into every equation. And the f- so God begins to smile. And when, when God looks at something and smiles, wonderful things happen. But that's a problem. God can't look at many things and smile. So his face must look the other way. I mean, he couldn't even walk with the Israelites when they were like, you know, doubting him. And he said, they wouldn't come up the mountain. They didn't want to encounter me. And now, you know, I'm going to send my angel because if I go with them, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to wipe them off the face. The father does not understand the things Jesus understands in terms of experiencing it. Now, that because they're one, there is a flow of his experiences into But but the, when you talk about the Father, God the Father, he's, you know, he doesn't know what weakness is, experientially. Mm-hmm. Jesus knows. Yeah, perfect, yeah. Jesus knows because he became a, a, a human. And he knows, he's touched with the feeling of our weaknesses because he's been through it. So God, that's that was the whole point, that now there is this understanding and a place of repentance and forgiveness as we turn from to embrace who God is. Um, and that's the solution. But God, you know, the Father doesn't, there is no weakness in Him. There is no in, ineffectiveness in Him. There is no lack in Him. There is no inability to do something, to change something, it's all there. But now when we talk about the, the, the human experience on earth, uh, which is broken, it was broken back from the time of the Garden of Eden. So the things we observe, and, and it doesn't make sense because we weren't designed for that. We weren't designed for brokenness. We weren't designed to experience the evil. So the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that belonged to God. It wasn't for mankind. God could know what evil is and not be tempted by it because of his strength of who he is. But mankind was not designed. We were created in the very likeness of God, but we were not designed to experience evil. And so the moment that Adam and Eve chose to take on that Knowledge of evil they were tempted by it allured and they entered a place of uh, brokenness which was away from their original design and only in turning back to our original design and creator for the relationship which was the whole purpose of our existence then we find um, that forgiveness and a new slate so then we become a new creation with a new uh knowledge base, and that's one of the things I wanted to talk about, was this, um, So, the, but it all starts with this condition of our soil, our heart. Because you can't talk about God knowledge and truth without making reference. That's why Jesus taught that parable, which is the foundation of understanding everything else. Because if we don't understand that the condition of our heart sets the tone for having ears to hear, and what we will understand, then it will will never experience the, the knowledge of God. Because it's, it's a heart... The, the only access we have to God is uh, heart-based. I mean, that's the door through which we walk to experience Him. It's that openness. It's that acknowledgement. It's that... Yieldedness. Whatever thing. it's that. Uh, so so it's a step by step. It's a dot to dot. So so it's that openness, like knowledge, and so this is truth. I I yield to that, and then then the next number lights up in our spirit, and we yes keep saying yes to God. It's the, to paint the picture. Uh, the dot to dot. It's a whole series of saying yes to God, mm,
2: that's true.
0: which. Which results in our the soil heart condition of being a healthy environment, according to design, the way God intended it to be. And then when God's seed drops in there, life just goes you know, and connections start because there's a whole ecosystem of life in the soil. There's All these things with funny little names like nematodes and what-toads and whatever, whatever. And they're all, they have a partnership. It's a partnership world down there. It's not isolation. And one thing is bringing what this other thing needs to the roots. And there's things that hang around the roots. And if they've got those, then these dudes want some of that. And they take some of that and they connect. And there's this whole transference of life in the soil that is... Flowing to the location of the seed, and then that environment is good and healthy. And the seed, the life that God put in the seed, is detected and it just opens up. Say, This is the the condition
2: after the seed dies.
0: Yes, the seed needs to be. This is very important.
2: Mm I mean, that part, the seed has to die first Mm -hmm. to come to life. Yes. It's such a beautiful picture.
0: Yeah, that's why Jesus said, you know. Uh, he who is willing to lay down his life will find it. But if you're not willing to lay down your life, you will never find eternal life. So you you lay down the suke life, which is the word for life there, the soul, that's the mind, will, and emotions on the human platform level. So these conditions, my understanding of these things, it has got me... Only there, and I know there's more. So I can't use that to go where I've never gone. We keep doing the same things. We keep experiencing the same things. So that's not, I recognize God, you have more. And so I give this to you. I lay it down. I acknowledge you. I'm open. I yield. And now, all of a sudden, okay, then here's the next stop. Yes. 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 And we just keep saying yes and yielding. And so it's, it's, it's all of these, the life, the The word, we receive that, we say yes, and then life, everything starts coming naturally. It's by design. It's not our, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And He's designed things in a certain way. He's designed us for relationship with Him, and He's designed us to walk on a track which is straight and narrow. There's one, there's a track. It's like a train. So when you dream about trains, it's like generally God's saying this was. This is the track I have for you. You know, it's like like Jesus spoke in parables. So it's like we're designed to walk with God. That is the track. And on that track, there's books written, Psalm 139, about our life and every day of our life. And it's but it's partnership with God. So it's not in isolation. We can't it's impossible. We can't do this, you know, on our own. The things that are God-sized. The world needs transformation. South Africa needs transformation. There's lots of things. Lives need transformation. We need transformation. You know, that's impossible with man, but it's God's normal. And he shares his normal with us. And he says, I want this to be your normal too, but you're going to have to leave behind your old way of thinking. And
1: renewing your mind. Is yeah. the mind.
0: Yeah. And constantly, so that renewing of the mind is saying yes, yes. to each dot. That God lights up in our spirit, says, this is what, he, now, and this is, you know. And so then we read the word, and, and they find their dots. Oh, this is where I apply that. This, this is where I, yes, yes. And we keep saying yes, and God's, word, like the food. You're, you're, my food, Jesus said, is to do the will of my Father who sent me.
2: Yeah, but it starts with saying yes to Jesus. Yeah. Which reconciles you in harmony. With God, that picture you just described, all the stuff working together and so on, is when you are in harmony with God, yeah. restored, reconciled to the relationship of God the Father through Jesus yeah. Christ, yes. which is impossible to do
0: without. Yes, and and the and again, just the Trinity aspect. It's just God in each realm. It's God in each realm. The realm of uh, you know where the Father is on the throne in the spirit world, keeping everything you know under control it it doesn't step out of the parameters that God has set one of those parameters is human we as humans have free will Mm -hmm. we can and and anyway there's parameters in the spirit world. God is on his throne and just nobody nothing can get there and point their finger in God's face they it disintegrates you know know what I'm saying he rules he reigns and he never stops um, and then you have Jesus, who uh, became a man, to be that restoration, to provide the restoration for us. He retraced, why did he go into Egypt? So he retraced every step that mankind... Uh, Missed it on, you know, coming out from Egypt into the promised land. They're all murmuring they die in the wilderness. So he he went back to Egypt when he was, you know, as his parents took him. In, and he retraced every step. And he undid, he did things right. And he said, as a, as a man. That's why when Satan tempted him, if you are, you know, son of God, turn these stones into bread. He didn't want to operate as... God. He didn't do anything as God. He set aside. That's why it says he literally emptied himself. I forget the word for that. Kino, or something, or something. Anyway. He emptied himself of his Godhood in the sense of he wasn't going to pick it up and use it as a man. He was going to operate within the parameters that we have access to, too. And this provides hope. And it's, it provides the understanding that that's why Jesus could say the same things I'm doing. You're doing You're going to do it, too if you believe in me, because he's operating within the parameters that God gave to mankind. He wasn't doing it as God. So he, he submitted himself. That's why, you know, God in every sphere, the Trinity. So he had to depend upon the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is the one who interfaces us with, you know, um, the Father and, you know, and he's the one. That's why he says, if you speak... If you rebel against the Holy Spirit, there's no salvation because he's the one who is working in your heart. He's the one we interact with. He's the one when God is speaking to us, it's, it's, it's the, it, it is through the, the agency of the Holy Spirit. So if God shows up, mountains melt. He, he, he can't just show up in his... He will melt. The, the body is in a broken state. No one can see the Father's face, face and live because we're still in this in this broken, this is a fall, flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom of God, it, this is part of the, you know that, you know, fall and it, it affected the physical body and it, it we will leave this behind at some stage, so that's why Father can't just show up, he travels on that sapphire platform form when he showed up to the children of Israel because there was, even then the mountains were shaking and stuff, so the Holy Spirit is the one who, who, who dwells within us, in us, and, and um, so we are one with God through, you know, the Holy Spirit. So anyway, so God manifests himself in every realm that we need in order to have relationship with God. That's the Trinity. Okay. So, uh, what was before the Trinity taught me? Um,
3: Talking about...
0: Knowledge. Right? Or knowledge. Tra-
3: surrender. And trading... I, I kept thinking about the... Tim changing our hearts
2: of stone for a heart of flesh because that has to be the transformative... Hmm. You know, yeah, new creation. You have to be new created.
0: To to yeah, so, so that openness and that acknowledgement leads us to a place of repentance where we leave behind the old for something better, which is God level. It's God level interaction, it's relationships. So we leave behind the isolation. Anything in isolation, you know, in isolation from God, it's only death. So we, and it's disarray and it's brokenness. So we, we want to go back to our creative purpose, which is actually um, walking with God.
2: So it's you about receiving the seed, allowing the seed to grow, and then you go into this process, which is why the Bible talks about the continuous process of keep on walking, keep on yeah. working, or keep on searching, renewing. renewing your mind, which is a continuous process. Mm-hmm. And that's why it says, work out your own salvation. It talks about that whole process, not a instant. Yeah. Being a newborn, like a baby growing up, to an adult. It's a continuous process of growing and renewing and laying down uh, old ways for the new ones. And, yeah. It talks about love and, meat, so and, meat. Yeah. and yeah. meat And what
0: about the the journey from a baby childhood to... Adulthood, what is that defined by? Of course, you have the physical aspect, but which is going to you know your body, but like you get some people who are adults of body, but like they 're not mature so so it 's made up of all those decisions along the way it 's made up of the, yes, 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 to the right thing, you know, and when we so in terms of relationship with God and growing up into him into maturity, according to Ephesians four which there's fullness waiting for us. There's maturity in the spirit, which looks like the life Jesus modeled for us. That's what it looks like. It's, and it's made up of the right partnership along the way and cooperation and, and that openness and that saying yes. And then the renewing of the mind, as we're saying yes, it leads to a, an action. It leads to a, a, an expression. There's a, a, an act connected with every um, God knowledge, you know there's always an action connected. There's always an expression. God said, "Light be," and there was light. You know, so there was an expression. Um, Jesus says he, he sent his word and healed us. There's there's always an expression, and it says God's word will never come back empty, but it will always have the effect, the transformative effect that it was sent for. So every word of God is sent for an expression. And so Jesus was the word of God made flesh. He was the fullness of the expression of God in human form. And he said, this is what it looks like. Here's the blueprint. Here's your big brother and your savior and your God, by the way, too. And just now Jesus said, Father, the glory you've shared with me, I'm sharing with them. There is a partnership now. There is a God is saying, look, leave that old behind that way of thinking that everything take my guiding voice as the centerpiece of your life and allow the um, transformative effect to have expression in your life and every dot every yes will result in a um, knowledge but not just information but experiential knowledge. And that word there, I just wanted to hit on that real quick. it It's a... Um... So in Second Peter 1, verse 2, it says, Grace and peace is multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Now, I'm going to read this in the weeks because usually we see... God and Jesus, there's two separate things, but it's actually not written like that. It's, it's in Second Peter 1, 2, it says, sanctifying, okay, grace to you and peace multiplied in the sphere of and the experiential knowledge of God, even Jesus our Lord. So if you actually dig into the original language, this is just a little parenthesis here. It's actually referring to Jesus as God here in this sentence. You don't see that in many translations, but in the weeks, for example, you see that, that it's, it's referring to Jesus... As God. Anyway, so grace and peace is multiplied in the knowledge of God. And that word knowledge there, it's um it, it's epignosis. So it's uh it's fitting knowledge, correct knowledge, precise, full, decisive, real, vital, penetrating, living, experiential knowledge is what it is. So it's not a piece of information. And uh so Hebrews four twelve, the word of God is living and active, sharper than a double edged sword, dividing the soul and spirit. So as we keep saying yes, as we are allowing God to paint the picture and show us the next steps and lead us, because our heart is aligned with truth, we're keeping our heart um, in a uh, the soil of our heart in a in a condition that co- can cooperate and say yes to God, and then then we we gain. Experiential knowledge every time we implement. So we read the Word of God, and because the soil of our heart is good, we're being exposed to that seed and we're bringing it into our heart. We're not keeping it over there to analyze it. But because we recognize truth and it's resonating, our junk detector is not saying, No, no, that's not truth. We recognize it as truth, and if it's truth, we bring it in. We don't analyze it over there. And this is the difference. You 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 can't analyze truth with a device that was not created to do so. Otherwise you'll get a wrong reading. <laughs> yeah, understand what I'm saying. It the truth can only be experience. It cannot be humanly discerned in the sense of with the yeah, two plus two equals four method. You know what I mean? Jesus dying on a cross doesn't make sense to to the human capa- capacity to understand from a soul level. It, it just doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? So you need a, to use a fit-for-purpose tool for the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the only um, tool for the job, so to speak, of... Discerning and understanding truth is God himself and, and what God has given us. So his spirit, the Holy Spirit comes in. And if he has space of openness to work in our heart, then he can come in and point out, okay, yeah, this is good. This is truth. This is in alignment here. It's resonating in that place. So so just take it in. Yeah, I know you don't understand, but just take it in and let's let's go to dot number two now. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah it's crazy. But yeah. It so ignore
0: that. <laughs> ignore that because God's ways are higher than man's ways. That's just the way it is. And so as long as in Romans 8 it explains this very well that the human capacity, the human fleshly mind cannot discern and is actually uh, against the things of the spirit because it can't it can't grab it with his hands. It can't Dissect it and analyze it and say, oh yeah, oh, all right, okay, I get it now. No, you can't do that with God. God, we can only know Him through relationship. We can't dissect Him. Never will dissect God. We'll never dissect. You can learn His ways, whatever's good, true, lovely, pure, and we we partake of that and we can go on that journey with Him. But we're always discovering. There's always more. And when you think you figured out something, there's another level. There's another level to experience relationally. So it's unlocked relationally from the heart is where faith flows because it's open. And we just learn to trust God. We watched this movie the other night and it was, there was this, um, it was about this, uh, kid, he was seeing these visions and dreams and all this stuff. And, and there was like this parallel world, It's all kind of, you know, um, but there was this tower in this other realm that was kind of keeping all the universes in alignment, you know, this type of thing. And uh, there was this guy called Gunslinger or something. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you know it. Yeah, yeah. There was just so many parallels in there. And so this Gunslinger was kind of disheartened because his 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 dad was killed, and you know, so he was kind of off the track. But he was the one who had the capacity. To do something about this sorcerer that was going around, and like he would just whisper in people's ears, hate, and they'd begin to hate, and they would destroy their life, or, or you know, he would no, say, not no, not guns. to the gunslinger, no, to a people on Earth, yeah. no, and every but they, people, they, the he bad would just, guy. yeah, the bad guy, the bad guy, sorry, yeah, the <laughs> bad guy, the <laughs> sorcerer dude, he would whisper in people's ears, just like the devil, he says, just, you know revenge or take it in your own hands and and as people do that things would get destroyed and so he was anyway um anyway there was this one phrase that this the hero guy well the the gunslinger guy right he would he when they were trained to um to how to use their weapons they would say let me see if I get around to if uh, I think I wrote it down here um Yes. So their weapon was their gun, and they would shoot, you know, the bad entities with it. But he said, uh, I do not aim with my hand. He who aims with his hand has forgotten the face of his father. I aim with my eye. I do not shoot with my hand. He who shoots with his hand has forgotten the face of his father. I shoot with my mind. And then it talks about Doing things with the heart it talks about, so it was, it was like because there was this one scene where this bad creature took the the boy away and he, and he didn 't know where he went, and but he had to just like totally just kind of yeah. <laughs> sense what he was doing, and then and he got so the point it was that you know I was just thinking about you know that, and it 's just like not by not by might nor by power, but by my spirit. Says the Lord, there is the realm of God. He's real. He is on the throne. He always wins. So Christ always leads us in victory if he's leading. So there's a place of alignment with him. And his ways are not our ways. So if we want to align, we always want the victory. We always want the expression of his word to to manifest. We have to defer to him. And operate on his wavelength. And he brings us up. That's the purpose of Jesus. There's no human that can get on God's wavelength because they're so good and they deserve it or what, what, what. But it's through Jesus Christ, his sacrifice. We accept his forgiveness for our sins. And we say yes to him. And we allow him to connect the dots. And then he teaches us. He renews our mind and understanding. We begin to experience the truth. And the knowledge of God is shared with us experientially. Relationally, None of it's just isolated bits of information. But they're all connected, as we say yes, and walk in relationship with him. And thus, we can operate in a realm that is higher than this realm.
1: Yeah, so I think you didn't emphasize, because that's what I saw when we were Is that that one aspect, we talked about a lot of that, all over other pieces. Mm -hmm. And you just touched on that, the two pieces, uh, very nicely. And that was spiritual maturity, and the Mm last other thing was... What I can really see is relationship, mm-hmm. relationship with God. Yeah. You actually have a relationship. Yeah. I was asking Sarah, about faith. Yeah. And I said, "Well, it's faith, right? And she, it's unconditional." And she said, no, I'll have a right. I have a relationship. I yeah. have a relationship. Relationship is the foundation of everything. Yes. yes. Yeah. So I think that you must uh you, you touched on that bit lightly mm-hmm. but I think that's a key aspect of hundred uh, percent of the unconditional
0: belief. Hundred percent, and that is with this. If we operate like this we've forgotten the face of our Father. So always beholding Jesus in relationship and walking in relationship with him will cause us to do things differently. Not to take things in our own strength and our own understanding, in our, but in reliance and partnership in relationship with God by his spirit to partner with him in everything and that's relational you're hundred percent right, and yes that's that's true this is the crux of the matter is relationship and the faith will be as strong in manifestation as the relationship is so you know we want great faith that's great relationship
1: and even relationships if you overanalyze it doesn't quite make sense yeah you have this person you love why i don't
3: know <laughs> and then you
1: yeah. go through life with them and experiences yeah.
3: So that you grow
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the openness and willingness to accept. It. and it so open your heart no, and without blocking and pushing something aside and just accept it, and then, as you said, you put up your, your protectors. And that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. No, just accept, and it will come. But because but
0: because you're detecting that this is flowing from a place of truth, so you you've you've discerned that this flow is truth. It's, it's, it's resonating with that deepest part of your innermost being, which is by design, created in that way, the junk detector. You know, this is not junk, this is truth. And so, that, so we, we're unconditionally open to that stream, yes. what, that one stream only. It's the only place it's, it's unconditional. Jesus said he didn't entrust himself to anybody because he knew what was in man. There was only one unconditional stream and that flows from the source, who is God, who is truth, the way, the truth, and the life. And that's the one unconditional open door stream that we should never close and it's unconditional. What we detect is from Him. And that's, that's a relational thing. And that's, uh, um, that's why we can be muddled in, in our understanding about what to do. But the moment we open our heart and just take the time to listen he can just fill in his voice and all you know, because it's him he speaks we don't make him speak. we don't do things to make to make god be god he is god <laughs> and we just we we go into that place where we're just looking to him and this is relational in our heart and then he just flows through and he speaks and he
1: people even the seed in the soil I felt in my heart it was was John 3.16 which is God's love, which is the energy, is the sun, is the power and a a seed can't grow in darkness, it can't grow Mm. without the
3: energy of the sun, which is the Son of God and and that that energy, if you
1: think of energy, it's love and
0: hope. And faith. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and God is love, it says in first John four eight. So that we can't really define it, but we know it's good because it's God. It's it's His DNA. It's His life force. It's it is Him. That that's God. It, it and we're detecting Him. And so you you can't dissect that, but you can experience.
1: I mean, even if you're feeling physically sick on this earth. Mm. You go and you sit in the sun for a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel better.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is by design.
0: Which is by design. God designed lots of things for us to experience. And those things, the enemy wants to keep them from us. And that's why... To that have a different experience. It
1: justifies to him. Yeah. Like what you're talking about the seed. And that's all by mm-hmm. design. So that we mm-hmm. can sit here and discuss it. Yeah. And it makes a relationship with God
3: more. You can hold it. You know, you yeah. You can visualize it. You can understand yeah. understand it somehow.
0: Yeah, so so it's very comforting to know everything's in place. God thought of everything; He's paved the way, and it's it's just up to us to come into alignment and 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 yieldness to what he, the table He's set before us, and He's already it's already there. We don't need to like forge it; He's forged it, and He says, "Come, partake." But it's 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 a we go there your heart, you know, through the that relate, through that intention of relationship. Hi, my name is Paul Warren Gray with Life Mission. If you'd like more audio and video teachings like this one, please visit our website at www.lifemission.org.za. That's www.lifemission.org.za. And if you are in the Johannesburg area in South Africa, we hope you'll drop in so we can meet you in person. Details are on the website.